Hey there, thanks for tuning in to Something New Every Week with your host, me, Jason Group. Each week I'm going to give you something new that's happening in our photographic world, just some great conversations with my friends, and what's going on right now. Something New Every Week is sponsored by Miller's Lab. Miller's Professional Imaging is the largest professional lab organization in the United States. They provide professional prints and press products for professional photographers in all 50 states and Canada. And they're just a great company. If you don't know them, go check them out, millerslab.com. All right, something new every week. This week, I have an old friend, another New Yorker, a little further in upstate New York, but still a New Yorker, and I'm really excited to have him here this week. Patrick Luke, welcome to this week's Something New Every Week. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. I uh, We've known each other for many, many years. We share a lot of friends. Uh, and, uh, I've spent some time with you in upstate New York, although I've never been to your studio. Right. And, uh, it's, uh, for those of you who don't know Patrick, which we're going to find out more about him, uh, he's been a photographer for many, many years. 35 uh, years uh, in June. 35 years. That's, that's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And, uh, to, and running a successful studio and just, uh, Really, really, uh, definitely been an inspiration for me over the years. So uh, anyone who could be at it for more than two or three decades uh, is doing something right and has to reinvent themselves. And one of the things that I've loved about always chatting with you and seeing you teach and just hanging out with you is uh, you really have a great attitude for the things that you do and the work that you do. And uh, you are a true technician and really do beautiful work. Uh, and uh, that doesn't come easy and, and staying inspired. So that's kind of where I want to start with you. So before yeah, we get into that, before we yeah, get that's into right. that. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, uh, I th- we met at one of our New York State conventions. Yeah. I'm thinking 2010, 2011. And I had never met you, but you were already a household name, and <laughs> at least in New York in that area. And I was... I wasn't even a household name in my own house. And I, I kind of let off the convention by speaking. And you were in the back on a laptop. And every once in a while, you'd look up and laugh and chuck a little bit. I, and I said, hey, this guy, he's actually paying attention. He likes it. And then two days later, you spoke. And I was in yours. And you actually made a reference to me in the middle of your talk. And that I can't tell you how much that meant to me, hmm. um, have, having you you know, recognize some things that I was doing and actually mentioned me in your uh, your presentation, too. So um, I... I that that lifted me up really high. I have to tell you that I was, I'm so thankful for doing that for, oh, for you. That's do- neat. That's neat. And yeah, I, I remember that those that was a that was a fun time. I was I was uh, doing some. I, I believe that's when I was uh, teaching. This, I heart. Yeah, the I heart New York I heart sessions. Yeah. And then uh, I think I had just come out with that 25 lighting DVD. Yes. Uh, with all the different lighting techniques, which I think are still relevant, but yep. the lighting. So I, I showed it to. Some some younger people. Uh, I gave it. I still have like a box of DVDs, and I gave it away as a as a gift, as a like a like a giveaway during our Missouri PPA convention. And uh, the the following year, this past year, one of the younger girls said, like it. They got such a chuckle out of it and thought it was so funny. And <laughs> I, I think they were they were making fun of it at the same time. They thought that I, I didn't realize how much it had. It was dated. I was like, is right. it that dated? She's like, it is that dated. 
<laughs> you weren't shooting with a daguerreotype, though, were you? No, but they were still. Okay. They were shooting. I was shooting with uh, LP. I think they they were they were made by Midwest Photo Exchange. They were LP. It was the same thing I did with the Guinness Book of World Records. Anyway, they were yeah. very, very. They were like bricks. They were gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think they were two hundred watt second flashes, uh, and they were completely manual. And yeah. they were fired by radio poppers, so yep. they they look they look ridiculous because they were like the size of your head, and <laughs> needed like eighteen thousand batteries just to fire one flash. Yeah, those are your your iHeart New York sessions. Those were all big, and you know yeah. you're those at that time too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I love to hear the stories about how people get it got into photography, and and I kind of want to start there, especially with somebody like yourself who's been in business for a long time. Give me, give me kind of like your, the, the brief overview of your, of your career. All right. So I, I've had a kind of a roundabout career. I, I, um, I, I got my first camera when I was a senior in high school, you know, okay. day before I started my senior year. Within two weeks, I was on the yearbook staff. <laughs> within three months, I was shooting local sports. And then within a year and a half, I did my first wedding. And I did weddings for over 20 years uh-huh. uh, as a part-time photographer. Um, my background, I'm a science by nature. I, I was going to be a Ivy league trained veterinarian. I got accepted to go to Cornell vet school and didn't, couldn't afford to go and end up in, um, a state school in New York in biology. And, but I did environmental science. I was a scientist for a number of years, but did part-time weddings for 20 years. And after my 20th year, I got a little tired and my four-year-old daughter one Saturday morning was saying, daddy, do you have to go to another wedding today? And I just said, mm-hmm. okay, that's enough. Uh, if I'm gone every Saturday, she's realizing it. So then I decided to stop accepting weddings and getting more into portrait work, which I, you know, is, I really love lighting, you know, uh-huh. getting lighting right and things like that. And so I, I started doing more portraits and the majority of my work right now are high school seniors, business portraits and high school sports, not high volume little leagues, but a lower volume high school varsity JV uh-huh. level sports where I can do some really kind of cool and interesting things with them. So that's uh, in an average year, I shoot about 200 sessions. Wow. Between all those, this year I'm at 350, just out of the blue. Wow. It's over 150%. So wow. I'm 16, 17 hour days right now, just trying to get through the holiday rush. But, you know, it, 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 when you love what you do, it makes it a little easier working 16 hour days. And yeah. I'm very fortunate that I, you know, I love photography. And, and like everybody else in the business, they like taking pictures. I don't like taking pictures. I don't. Let's put this. I don't just like taking pictures. I love retouching. Uh-huh. Love framing. I love packaging. I love the gear. I love the technology. I really love everything about it. So it's not just the act of taking pictures, which, as you know, is maybe ten percent of our week if you're mm-hmm. you know, full timer. So everything about it, I'm just engrossed in, and and I'm a little exhausted right now. I will not, <laughs> but I still have fun at it. Yeah, and it's funny that you said that you you kind of come from a science background. Over over the course of these, some of these interviews, I've met a, a few photographers like yourself who have some kind of science background or 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 tech, I guess would be yeah right. Yeah, uh, and it it's amazing to me how much that kind of I think it's the process uh, that you learn in in science that has re- really helped some photographers. And uh, that that explains a lot about your work now. That and I was noticing that you study biology at yeah. uh, at one of the SUNY schools in New York. And yeah, um, and, yeah no and, I, uh, and that's what the difference between I think me and a lot of other photographers were. You know, when you know creative people, they're kind of flighty and they're kind mm-hmm. of all over the place. They're free, aren't really firmly planted in the ground. Yeah, 
first 12 years out of college, I worked for a consulting firm, engineering company, and we had to bid on jobs and you had to do it for the lowest money and the you know greatest efficiency of hours. So I learned, I learned pricing and I learned efficiency uh. of hours. And I have a very streamlined operation here. And then I spent 12 years between Kodak and Fujifilm testing digital cameras and software and things like that. So the testing aspect of it kind of plays into this and the gear and everything else there too. So it's a, and that's, that's a technology and the technical end. So I've got that end down pretty well too, in addition to obviously the creative end. Yeah. And it's interesting to me and, and listen, I totally relate to you on the shooting the weddings things and your four-year-old. And uh, I remember you know, for so many years shooting weddings and not having my weekends and it was hard. And like yourself, I started shooting weddings as a senior in high school and did it for many, many years. Uh, being a single guy, uh, shooting weddings on the weekend is really hard. Uh, dating yeah. is hard. And then, <laughs> and then, you know, when you start having kids too, it, it just, after I got married, like for the 10 years that I think we were married seven, eight years before we had kids, and uh, it was okay then, you know, not not really a big deal. And but yeah, as the kids get older, it, it it makes it really hard. And and I'm really happy to be home with them now during the weekends. Uh, you really are. Uh, you your family definitely becomes a widow, uh, especially when you're shooting a bunch of weddings. And your wedding season in upstate New York is not exactly a long period of time. <laughs> right. It's, yeah, it's jammed in all in the summertime, and my wife's a teacher, so she's off oh, all wow. summer. Right. And I'm working my butt off trying to do all that, and uh, you know, I, I'd rather be home with them. You know, it's you know, time is very finite, and yeah. uh, you know, where I mean, it's you know, to get down. I hate to be a downer, but a lot of where I come from is my, my first daughter passed away when uh, 23 years ago when she was two, and so knowing I just lost, and that's when I started changing careers and just getting into other things. So. Mm. No time is very finite, mm -hmm. and and so I, when my second daughter came along, I said I'd rather be home and doing things with them. So yeah, you know, yeah, and, and 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 that's the thing is is that photography is really giving you the 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 freedom to do a lot of those things. I am surprised though, like I've been watching your career, especially over the last couple of years. Uh, the senior market, I didn't. You know, out here in the Midwest, the senior market is huge. It is just a massive, massive market, and there are so many photographers who make a living. But I, I didn't realize that there was a, it was an actual a robust career, uh, robust senior market in, in Central New York. Yeah, it's you know where I mean where you're from, you know New York, New York City, Long Island area, it was non-existent, non-existent. Yeah, our New York State group, we had photographers in that area, and they're only a five-hour drive from where I am, right. and they trying to do it. And you mentioned senior pictures. They think you're photographing 65 year old people. <laughs> um, but in the upstate, uh, I mean, as you, and as you know, it's very regionalized. There are pockets of it where, you know, in the Midwest, you know, Texas, it's big, California areas are like that is big. And thankfully in upstate and Western New York, it's a fairly big market. And, yeah. and I shoot anywhere from 70 to 90 high school seniors a year. And that's enough. It's about two thirds of my income. Right. Uh, right. Right. About a third of the number of sessions that I shoot or less. Okay. And yeah, I was looking at some of the senior batters that you just created and uh, some of the seniors that, that you've done. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, you know, one of the things that I, I can see, it, it's hard to describe, but I can see that you have a good relationship with these kids. Uh, you can see it in their, in their faces and you can see it in how comfortable they are and the smiles and 
there's one picture I was going to pull up here. I think it's of this girl, Ella, that's on your Facebook page. And yeah, it, it, it's the lighting is just so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, and I'm loving what you're doing with that. Mm. Um, I, I, I know that a lot of seniors, photographers, don't spend a lot of time doing lighting and stuff like that. And, and you've got to spend time doing this. How do you, you know, I'm curious if you could offer some advice. Like it takes time to set that lighting up, right? And, and do it, it. It does. But after a while, if you do things enough, you kind of have mentally things dialed in and, and where the light goes and the intensity of the lights and this and that. And, it's, you know, for me, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it ha- it's a have to do. Right. Uh, the, re- the only way to stay in business for 35 years is to keep ahead of the competition or doing something that they're not. Right. So zigging, you zag. And, it, and everybody seems to be doing environmental portraits, daylight, golden hour, things like that. But right. if I can go at midday and shoot with light and overpower the sun and make it look like it's, I can shoot more sessions and I'm not limited. So my work tends to look pretty different than everybody else's. And, it, and it, I don't, I don't believe in doing it the easy way. I right. do it the right way. And that means taking two or three flashes. And sometimes you're a studio strobes, not mm-hmm. just little um, speed lights. Um, and that's the reason I don't have to go to a gym. All I do is lug equipment around <laughs> out there, uh, but it keeps me active and, uh, you know, two, sometimes three lights and, and usually within one test shot, I've got them dialed into how I want them to be. And, um, you now it, it's, it does take, I'm not going to lie. It is time. And it's at the end of the day, after shooting three, four sessions, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Uh, I would rather do that and have my work be noticed. And I'm, I'm glad that you actually noticed that the work looks different and I have a good rapport with the students because um, that's my number one goal. I have right. consultations ahead of time with them and talk to them. And, you know, a lot of times the girls really want to do it. It's the boys. You got to walk them back off the ledge when they walk in going, it'll be OK, I promise. <laughs> and they get them calmed down when they realize I don't do the cheesy, corny crap that a lot of photographers do. And they right. look and see the samples and go, oh, actually, no, that looks pretty cool. And then. Once I show them the first couple of images, I show them images early in the session within the first 10 shots to give them something good. And that instant feedback, you can see the weight lifted off their shoulders. And they're like, oh, geez, I look pretty good. Oh, yeah. What else do you want? I'll do anything. You know? And then from there on, they're kind of putty in your hands and they'll do what you want because you know you're taking care of them. Yeah. And, and yeah, and working with the guys is definitely, I've had, for me, so just starting to shoot seniors here in St. Louis has been the biggest challenge The the girls want to do anything. They're up for anything. They're, right. they're down with doing it. They're, in, they're engaged from the second you walk in the door, right. but it's definitely the guys that you need a little bit more prodding and, 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 and need a little bit more. Uh, I don't know what the word is, but um, yeah. And I see that you shoot a lot of guys and, and I do yeah. I shoot a lot of guys and I shoot a lot of athletes, a lot of dancers, um, you know, I, I was an athlete growing up. I played all sorts of different sports. And when they know that I speak athlete and I make them look like they're going to go in, a, you know, their pictures on a Gatorade ad or lead story in Sports Illustrated, it's not the, you know, run of the mill kind of stuff. Yeah. Then, then they'll get on board. And I usually that's the last thing I do with the session. So I dangle that carrot, you know, is the goal and get through all the rest of this. And then we'll do the sports at the end. And that kind of keeps them engaged. Okay. Uh, now I've had good luck, but I find out that, you know, the, the boys sessions, the parents will buy a lot more. Because you, if I got their son to smile and made him look good, they'll buy twice as much as the mother of the girls will. Because the girls always look pretty; they always look good. So, yeah. if they're amazed, I get a picture of their son. They'll spend money. It's it's. It, I've been doing a lot of sports stuff for my kids' high school now, and 
just just like yours with the banners and i just got a text like as we're talking the banners are up in the gym yeah. which i to me this is so silly it's like I'm going to go over there this afternoon and take a picture of it hanging in the gym. Like I, I still get so much joy out yeah. of seeing my stuff printed big. I don't know. It's silly, right? No, no, it's absolutely. <laughs> I just, this summer I, I, well, I fought a couple of realtors last year, two years ago, and I drove by a billboard with my, you know, my picture up. So I stopped the car, pulled up to the side and took a picture of myself in front of the billboard. I've been doing this 35 years and I get jazzed, you know, by things like that. I know. And, and, and but, yeah. And it is fun. And uh, the, the, the last time uh, this past year I did, uh, the first time they did. So I made a deal with the school that I would do all the, the sports banners and the band. Uh, for, yes. And for the, it was the first time that they had had the band and the sports all done by one photographer, all sports. Like it was kind of a mishmash of like the, the lacrosse team had a photographer and this right. team had a photographer and the band was always like the, excluded. So I made yeah. them all and the band is this, I'm still here. Uh, the band yeah. is, uh, is like 400 kids here in Missouri. So it is just, it's, it, it's been an incredible experience. My, my daughter did it for the first time this year and uh, it's been an incredible experience, but they were always kind of left out. So I made them included this year. Anyway, they hung, I think it was, uh, uh, it was like 350 banners wow. along the, the football field and the track team and seeing all those banners hanging uh, outside was, was just so neat. Yeah. And, and, uh, I was taking pictures of it and one of the kids came over and said, you, you took that picture, right? That was awesome. Yeah. It's just still such a great feeling. Yeah, getting the, and then getting that kind of feedback from from them, because if you know nothing is cool to them, but if you do something and they think it's pretty cool, that's you know for someone our age, you know that's that's good. Uh, that's good. <laughs> totally, totally cannot agree that I can totally agree with that. So right. I actually I was going to ask your advice on this while we're talking about it. The one thing that I've been kind of struggling with is so it's the first. I just started with the winter. This I did the fall sports and I just did the winter sports, which is much smaller. Yep. I'm struggling with how to connect to those kids and how to market to those kids. Um, I haven't exactly gotten permission. I have all of the parents' email addresses, so I could probably send an email. I'm I'm curious what what do you do because uh, obviously you're doing sports teams for the schools. Right. So talk to me about your marketing to those kids and what you do. Uh, you know, it's it's just come through through word of mouth. I mean, I I wanted to shoot sports teams, so I just started showing up at games <laughs> and photographing games and doing action photos. And uh -huh. with, year after I did that, I got my first team was a JV hockey team. Okay, and that was like eleven years ago, and it's grown ever since. And as you know, all it takes one parent from an opposing school to see your banners up on a wall, and they go, "Oh, we need this guy in our school." And okay. you know, word of mouth, other at other teams, and within this, and I'm working with about four different schools right now. Wow! In our, here on the on the western eastern suburbs of, of Rochester in upstate New York, where I am. Okay. Uh, one school, my my home school here, Fairport. I have probably three quarters of teams, but it's individual booster clubs that book me. Right. And they hear about it from other ones, and I right. really don't get it. I don't know how well my name is out there, but everybody tells me everybody knows who I am. And then I have I have a contract for another school, my alma mater, the school I went to high school with. I got their contract last year, so it's my second year of doing all their sports. Uh -huh. Two other two other uh, team or schools 
one school I'm doing four teams on, the other I'm doing three, and it's building in those schools now because other teams are seeing the banners because they're hung up in the gym. Right. You know, they're individual senior banners and a four by eight foot team banner, and they're who's this going? And my logo goes on everyone, so they can kind of see who I am. But it's it's really kind of a, a grassroots. I'm not going out and pounding on doors and doing it. It's you know I, I I'm fortunate the work is kind of coming to me right now. Yeah. Uh, but it, you know it, it was a slow go at start, and I honestly in in the eleven years I've only lost one team. Okay. I lost a baseball team that I'm going somewhere else because the head of the booster club knew a guy. And he's with this other guy now. So, but other than that, I've retained every team that I've photographed because they just know that they're not going to get those results anywhere else. Right, and they are they are neat. And uh, again, that's where the the good lighting comes in because there's lots of people out there. And and we're talking about composites, like the ones that I the ones that I'm looking at these these yeah. sports banner composites. Right, John Hartman um, does a lot of those like that, and I, I'm no John Hartman, but you know, mine are mine are pretty good. Uh, they're very good. <laughs> Don't Thanks. tell yourself short. Um, but I, I, I noticed that the difference is because I, I see a lot of my son plays football. So uh, I've been going to the high schools and I saw some of the other banners and I've seen what some other people have done. And there's a big difference when there's some decent lighting with some good rim light and right. spending some time. Uh, a lot of times I just see like they're just using one big light. They're throwing it up over the camera and it's just this big flat light and then they're pulling they're 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 pulling the composites out, right. stripping them in, and uh they look fine. Uh and if they get some good expressions of the kids, then it works, right? Because that's really what it's about. Sure. But I think when you combine those two where some great poses, some great emotion, and then you put some good lighting in there, it really does make a big difference. And and I do think that they can see the difference in those. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and like you, for me, it was, it was word of mouth where uh, I just started taking pictures and then the coaches noticed and uh, just by chance, uh, you know, I'm a friendly guy. So I ask lots of questions yeah. and yep. you, you got to get yourself in there, but right. I've been really trying to find a way to, to reach these kids, um, especially the varsity athletes where they're coming in as a, you know, either, um, as a junior or um, uh, or they're on the varsity teams, those are the kids right. I want to reach in their junior year, their sophomore year. And my, my website is on the bottom of them. And, and um, you know, I just, I, I was, I was wondering like next year, can I put a QR code on the bottom of them instead yeah. or something like that? But um, you know, having all of their email addresses, I'm so scared to just put a, put an email blast out there and blow it for myself. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a fine line. I mean, whether you're encroaching on on what and privacy or whatever else, um, you know, honestly, fortunately, I haven't had to do it. It's it's um, they're kind of calling me, and I kind of cringe whenever I get a new team. I'm going, oh my god, I got to add to the workload. Right. Uh, but but you know, I'm getting a new team in a, in a new school and more affluent school. I know they'll spend money, and it's kind of blooming from there. And it's the point now where I'm I'm working by myself nine months of the year. And I'm going to have to get help. I just can't. I can't do it anymore. So luckily, I've built a business up where I just it's going to need more people here. Right. And then, as far as just just asking more questions about your the sports stuff, um, when you're doing these banners and you're creating those banners, are you then in, in turn sharing those with the the parents for them to purchase? Or yeah, yeah, the booster club will usually buy the banners themselves. Right. And- uh, but I, I'll always get comments because um, I try to do team photos at the same time. So I'll figure out the whole team 
and they, you know, like a little league, you know, and they can buy their own photos in the team photo. And I get comments, you know, can, can we buy the banner print? It's a small print. So I'll make mm -hmm. a small print of it. Um, but they're just, you know, and I always share the banners, the low res files with the, the booster club people so they can put it on their websites and, you know, they're getting more followers on their, on more applicable followers than I am on mine. So right. I give them the files and then they share them all. And I'll notice as soon as, uh, a school or a boot or a team posts a picture, you know, I'll get three or four or five new followers on social media right away for those students. Yeah. And, and, and like you, I'm very interested in the varsity teams, the juniors, because they're going to be seniors next year and they're going to need senior portraits the end of junior year. So, right. and that they kind of feed off each other. Now, um, the sports definitely feeds into my senior, senior portrait market. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And I like the JV teams because they're younger. They're ninth and 10th graders. You get them to know you. And I, you know, during the sessions, I joke around with them. I have a lot of fun and we, you know, we have a lot of fun. So they know me, you know, uh, and, uh, oh yeah, I'm going to come to you for my senior portraits in two years. That's great. So that's, you know, that, yeah. that's building into the senior portraits and it keeps it, it keeps it alive. Well, and I, and I know the success of this for sure is with building that word of mouth with the kids and, uh, you know, obviously having a good Instagram and stuff like that, it's harder for older guys like us to do that. So yeah. This is why I'm kind of pounding you for questions a little bit about your approach, because, uh, you know, I, I know that I, I find that the younger female audience of photographers um, has a, a different way to be able to approach them and, and deal right. with them. Whereas, you know, older gentlemen like ourselves can't, you know, it, it, they're, they're smart, you know, they're, they're, they're not going to buy the bull, the baloney, uh, yeah. if you try and, and, and do it that way on social. So that's, that's why I'm, I'm curious on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I don't try to be their friend, you know, cause it's, yeah. it's for a 55 year old guy to be friends with a 17 year old girl. Right. So <laughs> I'm not, I don't try to be their friends. I just put, I've got a good sense of humor. I'm usually uh -huh. the first fun of myself on social media. Uh -huh. So they see that my stories are, are funny and they'll, you know, they, but they know I'm just, I'm just a regular guy. I'd like to joke around, but I don't try to be cool. Uh -huh. You know, my two year old daughter will tell me when I'm not being cool. And, <laughs> and so that's, that's my barometer is when I, you know, so I make sure I stay within that, but they just, you know, if they come to me, that's one thing, but I don't approach them and try to be friends. And, and, but a lot of them know who I am. And, you know, I got great feedback one time. I was photographing a, a basketball game at our local high school here and, and the, the student section would all chant out, you know, a player's name or whatever. And all of a sudden, at, during a timeout, the whole student starts, section started going, Mr. Luke, Mr. Luke. <laughs> That's and amazing. They're chanting my name. And I got pictures and a video of it. And it was just, it was the coolest thing that, you know, whether I did their senior portraits or not, or whether I photographed them on a sports team, they knew me. And they so they thought I was cool enough to be able to chant my name during a game. So it was, uh, That's that amazing. was Exactly. Yeah, it was wild. That's amazing. And, and by, by the way, my 15-year-old has made me literally promise that I will never make any TikToks. Yeah, <laughs> literally, no, I, yeah, literally I, promise. I have, an account, I have an account and I've I've never put anything up. Uh, but my I have a model team from my high school seniors and they're you know seniors from local high schools and they go out and share their pictures with all their friends. And they, I had a model event just before COVID hit, literally the Saturday before COVID hit. I had a model event and they were doing TikToks and they got me involved and it was fun and they were laughing and we we're having a good time. But yeah, I'm not going to be doing that on my own. <laughs> I think she's more worried about me getting bullied by uh, the <laughs> comments, which is sweet, but at the same yeah, time, yeah. It, it's funny. She's looking out for you. She is looking out for me. All right. 
Last question, and then we're going to wrap up. I can't believe it's almost 30 minutes already. Uh, talk to me about how you stay inspired and keep it going and keep that spark. That's a tough well, question, I, I know. I know it it's is a tough, tough question. question. Yeah, it's, you know, and, and you have to have something to stay in it for 35 years. And, you know, everybody around here, my, my customers, my peers are all telling me, Pat, your work is two times better than everybody else's. But if you just relax on that, you're going to get complacent and that there's a couple of photographers that are going to pass you. So I try to make sure I stay two steps ahead of everybody. And that's not easy to do as things change and and the, the whole industry is changing. I try to stick true to what I do and what I do well, because I don't want to be I don't want to be, you know, you see Instagram fads that are big for like six weeks and then they're not there anymore. So I want my stuff to last forever and ever. Uh -huh. So it's I'm constantly doing a good things. But, you know, I look through magazines. I look I go through the mall and look at store displays. I see what, you know, the you know, the the, the clothing stores that the students are all going to buying what the store displays are looking like there. You know, um, I mean, believe it or not, I pull back things 50 years ago. I know there was a you know, I don't know if you remember, if, you know, if our audience is old enough. Back in the 70s, there was an old ad for Maxell Tapes. It was a black and white ad with a guy sitting back in a chair. And the, the speakers were blasting the sound uh -huh. out, okay? Well, I had that in my mind, and I did a photo session with a boy. He was a gamer. He does all online games. So I took one of my big widescreen monitors from my 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 office, put it out in front of him, and he, he brought his game controller in. And he was like, he was playing games. So then I, in Photoshop, I made it look like all the characters from the games were coming out of the monitor out at him. And he was getting kind of blown away by the action. And he thought it was the coolest thing ever. You know, and he got a wall portrait for his room. The parents got a wall portrait. So, you know, sometimes what's old is new again. Yeah. And that was 50 years old. Um, but I'm, I'm a little bit of mix of what I do well, what I know works, you know, old things, new things. And, and honestly, just having fun. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I just get inspired daily by my students because I always consider my sessions collaborations between the students and myself. So when they make a suggestion, I'm going to do it, yeah, but then I'm going to put my spin on it and make it a little bit deader. And we're going to end up off in the woods somewhere where I never thought I'd be based on let's, Hey, let's add this. Let's do something else. And it just kind of snowballs. And I have a, I have kind of a lightning quick mind. I'm, I'm rapidly going, I'm not ADD, but I'm, my mind is firing on all cylinders all day long. And, and that's how I just kind of think of things. I think it's a blessing and a curse at the same time, um, but it helps my creativity. Uh, when I try to go to sleep at night, it's keeping me awake, and I wish it would just turn itself off. But um, I don't know. It's that's, it's that's the answer. Yeah, that's it is the answer. And, and, maybe, and, I was, yeah. maybe I was born with it. I, maybe I was born with it. So I, it's hard to say. It's a learned trait, but I think you can learn things like that. Yeah, and I mean, I see it. And as we're talking, I'm scrolling through your image, your images, and. And, you know, I think what I love about um, it, you know, I love the humor, like the football player, the, the offensive lineman who's lifting you yeah. up. Yeah. That's a hilarious photo. Uh, I love uh, that you, 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 you can see some pictures of you having fun with your assistant. There's a, and it's funny, you posted this uh, way back, um, you wearing the shoulder pads of a football player doing the Heisman yeah. Trophy pose. Um, yep. And it's funny that you did that because I, I did this with my son a couple of weeks ago yep. and I never saw this photo, but um, that, also like you, that's probably eight years old. That <laughs> and and uh, one, of, one of the linemen bench lifting me, uh, I saw a video of him lifting a uh, deadlifting 700 pounds in a gymnasium. He's a, big boy. he's a big boy. So I says, I said, Hey, what if 
And he said, yeah, I'll do it. And he lifted, he lifted me like I was a piece of paper. Uh-huh. And I said, let's make, you know, and again, those are the kind of things that people see that I've got a good sense of humor and I'm not highbrow. I'm not stuffy and snotty and things like that. And they, I'm very down to earth. You know, right. I, I'm not the best thing out there. And I'm the first one making fun of myself. Right. And I think even the parents and students seem to relate to that pretty well. And, and, you know, and again, your, your images are timeless. There's no crazy presets on them. It's, it's just good yeah. photography done really well in a modern way. Um, and you, you could see, you can see that from, you know, you dropping backgrounds into uh, all these different kids and, and every one of these is different between, you know, the kid with the American flag and, and yeah. then there's another one with, uh, you know, on a sailboat, you know, it's, it's yeah. that, that's really cool stuff. Yeah. No, I, I never thought I had a style because I always try to change everything all the time. And I yeah. said, I don't have a style, but everybody that tells me, so is, oh, you definitely no, have a style. you definitely do. It's the lighting and it, it, you, is. It's, it is. And it's a timeless style for yeah. sure. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's all we have for this week. I think I want to have you back someday soon just to talk about the marketing and stuff like that a little bit uh, or, or more on the grassroots stuff. But yeah, uh, absolutely. But yeah, thank you for being, being, and it's great catching up with you. And uh, thanks again for being on this week's show. My pleasure, Jason. Anytime. All right. That'll do it for this week's episode of Something New Every Week. We will see you next week, hopefully. Last week, I took a two-week break for the first time. I'm not doing it again. I'm going to keep coming every week. And uh, we have some great guests coming up. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Thanks again for tuning into Something New Every Week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you do enjoy these episodes, I'd love it if you hit that subscribe button on however you're listening to this. Again, we want to thank our sponsor, Miller's Lab, millerslab.com. Great company. If you're not familiar with them, you should go check them out. Thanks again for tuning into Something New Every Week. We will see you back here next week.